Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast, episode number 261. Over at the Nerdist channel, new shows premiering this week and next week. Uh, Try This at Home from Crab Cat Industries. That's uh, Holly Conrad and Jessica Marazan, who you may have seen in the Comic-Con movie, who made uh, the incredibly amazing uh, Mass Effect stuff from Comic-Con a few years ago, like articulating faces, costume builders, uh, they build stuff, they make stuff, they're going to show you how to do that stuff, uh, and I think they're hilarious. So that is Try This at Home, and the next week is uh, Blood and Guts with Scott Ian, the Fangoria show, where I believe the first episode is with Greg Nicotero, where each week a, uh, a special effects makeup uh, master shows Scott how to do like cool effects with stuff. So I, I think maybe we're getting Tom Savini, too. So anyway, uh, those are over at the Nerdist channel, youtube.com slash Nerdist. I'd like to thank uh, this week's sponsor for the Nerdist podcast. It is stamps.com. Why leave your house to mail things ever? You don't have to leave your house. You can just be a weird hoarder and then, I guess, cure your hoarding by printing all the exact postage for the crap you're collecting and just mailing it out to the world. Uh, that's stamps.com. Print the exact postage you need, then the mailman will come pick it up from you. You never, ever, ever have to leave your house. Before you do anything else, uh, go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, type in Nerdist. You're going to get a $110 bonus offer, including a digital scale up to $55 of free postage. That is stamps.com after the promo code Nerdist. So this is a hostful, um, sort of a mostful, because we ended up having a guest for a little bit of it, uh, but it's mostly a hostful. Uh, mostful. I already said that. Um, so we did a show on the Nurse Channel that premiered the day the new season of Doctor Who premiered called Dork Fork, which uh, was, was mixed reviews. Uh, some of you liked it. Some of you were violently angry about it. And so, you know, it was the first episode of a show. We're trying stuff. Um, and, uh, but we, uh, we're, we're addressing some of your suggestions, but, um, Andy Bolt, who created the show, is a super awesome, uh, lady with a UCB background, and she's really cool and nice, so I just had her on so we could talk about it and just kind of deal with it, because, uh, most of the shows we, we do are are pretty well received, but, um, some people were very mean about this one, and so, uh, I think there was a slight, uh, uh, perception issue with what the show was supposed to be and but what it actually was and anyway like I said she's super cool and nice and uh, so I just want to have her on and and hear her side and talk about it and and because uh, that's I guess that's how I am well, I don't guess I 
I am, because that's what I did. So, here we go. The Nerdist Podcast, episode number 261. Mostful goodness. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey, wait, how, wait, yeah, there was a car chase? That was great. I watched it live yesterday. It was how was it great? People die in those things. And no no one, died. one died, and they threw a lot of money out the window. Just throwing money right out the window. Oh, really? As they were driving around the neighborhood, it wasn't even on a... They were circling like around. Like, that's going to the, that, that's gonna make the punishment less? Or no, like, it was South L.A. and uh, it was like 40-something in Normandy fig, and they were throwing Vermont, money yeah. out because they had just robbed a bank. Yeah, they just robbed a Bank of America in Santa Clarita. Uh, and then the cops were chasing them, and then they were like, hey, here's a good way to get people to run out in front of the no cops. No one knows that for sure, if that's, that was their... That's idea. what I would have thought. Yeah, but like, so they're throwing money out the window, and they keep on circling around the same neighborhood, so more and more people start going onto the streets to try and get this money, slowing down the cops. Are they Robin Hooding it, maybe, or giving it back to the community? Well, no. I mean... Was John Hamm flown in as an FBI agent? Wait, this isn't yeah, Boston. Sorry, no, but his dick was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he could still be in. He could still be in Boston. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess we have to talk about that's 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 so off. That's so <laughs> off-putting no we have that to. a paparazzo person would take a picture of John Hamm and then blow up his the outline of his penis. Well, have you ever well, seen a picture when it loads, you know, full on your computer and you're looking at a tiny square? He probably scrolled and was like, "Oh no, yeah, I better." I'm, show everyone. Well, I mean, you know, worse things have happened to women who have had pictures of them taken by pop. I understand. Like, look at this camel toe, or look at their nip slip, or you know, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah, no, I, I and and I and I don't support it on either side. Dick uh, slip. Uh, it was a little bit of a dick slip, yeah. uh, but it wasn't even a slip because it was all in there. Nothing was slipping. It was Which just is impossible to fit all of that in there. <laughs> I loved how angry you were. Like, really? He's got to have that too. Really? That well, fucking that's that too. Just, uh, that's what everyone was just like. Oh, you see a bunch of guys just go like, yeah, fuck it. Of course, of course, the guy is like a great actor, really handsome, really funny and nice, and he's got a huge crank. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, yeah, I would have that much confidence. I would become more handsome if I had. If you, had, if you had a bigger, you'd walk a little straighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Posture yeah, yeah. would be a little bit better. Yeah, I'd shave my face more. I'd pull my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would do things differently. So by you know, the time they get to it, they're like, "Well, you know, I didn't expect much more." Have you ever thought about maybe um, just putting like a stunt cock in your pants and yep. just walking around without underwear like and to, uh, like get, Bermuda shorts? I get a zucchini and wrap it in tinfoil. Oh, I always thought it was, a, was it a cucumber. Is what? It was, it was, was a zucchini. It a, was it a cucumber? I thought it was a cucumber. I think it might have been I mean, a cucumber. It looks like I they got armadillo in the, armadillos in their trousers. <laughs> I mean, I think it... <laughs> Listen, I think whatever you can jam in there will work just fine. Yeah. yeah. I uh, regretfully um, got my uh, back waxed because it's a little hairy. Wow. And, uh-huh. Wax, that's a, that's a bit intense. You're describing the situation yeah, or your back? Both. <laughs> both. I was getting my hair cut. And uh, they had waxing stuff. Like you know, just the patch. I'm gonna try to wax wax the old back, wax the old back, cause it's cause why not? And I don't recommend it. I've never seen that offered at Supercuts. It's <laughs> hey, it's got to be the hair. <laughs> it's got to be the back hair, which is not there anymore. Um, it really yeah, does not feel the, good. 
What was the idea behind it? Just to try and feel sexy? No, I just, I just, <laughs> yeah. Hearing you say that word, you know, I just like to pour. I just like to pour hot latex on myself yeah. and roll around. No, uh, what it is is that um, my mother is Italian, and so I am hairier than I than it looks like I should be, and so my, I, my, it's not crazy, crazy. I mean, I know you got hair. It's not crazy, crazy. It's not like it's not like Matt. How often do you have, uh, you know, your shirt off? A, well, a lot. I live with myself, and so yeah, yeah. my, you know, and so you I'm catch, just you catch your hair. Uh, yeah, and I just don't like it. It's oh, off-putting. There uh, should not be the house like this. There I shouldn't be I, hair back there. I think I speak for Jonah when I say our shirts are probably off for about 15 minutes a day, and that's when we're in the shower. <laughs> yeah, but uh, 15 minutes shower. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I just don't like. I just don't like it. I just don't like it. And so I, try, I thought, oh, I'll just, you know, try to get, see what I this is like. Is it because it's uncomfortable or is it, well, it was a vanity? Well, it's vanity. Yeah. But then it's also because I exercise regularly, it just, you sweat. Like, it just catches sweat so more. Yeah, it's just fucking it gross. It's not all vanity, then. Uh, it's half vanity and half, like, I'm tired of sweating when I'm exercising. That'll happen. When Wait, so I should shave my body? Yep. I sweat a lot. You should shave your body just like an adorable seal, and then you should just roll around. Uh, and then I'll set up some horns in a descending uh-huh. scale. I'm yeah. already we'll seeing th- the illustrations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I sweat differently now. I sweat differently than I used to. What do you mean? Like, uh, like I now, like I sweat a lot more from my brow. That never used to happen. Like now, I can like uh, when I'm working out, I can like wipe the sweat from my brow and literally just kind of. Is that because you've cause never worked out before? To, yeah, no, no, no. I've gone sweating. I grew up in Hawaii and I was a fat kid. Believe me, I've sweated. <laughs> But exercise sweat is different from just sitting around because it's hot sweat. I don't know. Sometimes they are the same for me. Really? Yeah, but I also played in shows. You know, I played drums in hot basements. Uh, I get it. You were in bands. <laughs> yeah. Drums in hot basements. I want to read that memoir. <laughs> but like, uh, like you know, I've sweated before, but it's it's I it's a different type. It's just you know. You know what I love? I love that thick kind of Bermuda grass that you have in Hawaii. It feels so good on your feet. Yeah, it's nice. Everything there is very beautiful. It's lush. Yeah. So you're going to move back there, right, when you and Dee get married? No. no. <laughs> what a terrible idea that would be for Jonah. We think about Santa Cruz sometimes. Santa Cruz, huh? Yeah, just because we love the boardwalk. He's getting all wistful. He's getting wistful. Yeah, Santa Cruz is great. Great little town. It's like you're in the mountains, but you're next to the beach, and you're right near a city. It's very it's very nice. Except for all those goddamn vampires. Just got to be careful, man. Actually, I think the uh, shirtless saxophone concerts are worse than the vampires. Yeah. If I'm being honest. I saw the... Uh, I saw... Uh, who was it? Um, saw some old group there at that beach, at that stage where the shirtless yeah. saxophone guy played. Like the Turtles the, or uh, something. Well, who was uh, Diana Russ's old band, but she wasn't there. The Supremes? The Supremes, but it was just like all these, it was like one original Supreme. The Supps. Yeah. Oh, it was just one, it was just a Supreme. It was one Supreme with a few other backups. Oh, well, that's yeah. that's not really but the they Supremes. Were, they did all the songs. Yeah, Santa Cruz is great. That's where I, I went up and did the uh, They Might Be Giants podcast, and I've just it's a fucking great... Has been the first time you were over there? I just hadn't been there in a really long time. Yeah. It hasn't gotten better. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> no, uh, but you know what I like about Santa Cruz? Now. Is that it, it, it might be a little stabby, but it's still... It's relatively untouched by, like, um, chain businesses. There's still a lot of local, yeah, yeah like yeah. small. Well, that's, it has that mountain town vibe to it. Yeah, it's just because it's it, you know like it's a lot of mom and pop. Like their boardwalk. There. I mean, like I mean their their kind of main strip downtown hasn't been turned into like urban outfitters. There uh, is, there, there's some, some of it, but it's just it's just like there's still enough. Yeah. They still get there's a good comic book shop over there. There's a good record store around there. Records, what music shoppy? What he what is he saying? <laughs> um, I wanted to. Uh, 
There's a there's the lady sitting next to you. This whole time, Jonah. Think with the way hey. we were talking. Were you aware? I was. I put the microphone away from my giggling voice because I, <laughs> I thought we were gonna like magic trick me that I just showed up. Oh, thanks for turning my microphone. No, sure no it was on. It was oh. on the whole time. This one is. It was on the whole time. So, uh, so Andy Bolt is here, Andy, and uh, and, and I wanted to have Andy on. Andy did a show uh, for us on the Nurse <laughs> Channel uh, called Dork Fork, and mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and and there was. There was some blowback. Uh, there was a little bit of... What are you talking of, about? What are you talking about, Chris? I think everybody <laughs> really loved it. Um, uh, if you didn't read the comments, you might feel that way. <laughs> Why? What happened? No, I, I'm sorry. Um, I'm te- I mean, we, I just have to... We have to joke about it. We have to joke about it. I mean, I think the very first comment was... So you guys are aware we did the show Dork Fork. Yes. And so just, just a little background before you, yeah. before you talk about the comments. So Andy met with Andy... Um, Andy does a lot of work with the Fine Brothers, and Andy has a a, Andy has a UCB background, and really funny. And so we sat down and we're like, "What can we do together?" And she was like, "Well, I really want to kind of do this cooking show." And we said, "Oh, you know, be fun is if we did a cooking show that sort of revolved around premieres of series that we love, like Mm -hmm. uh, Doctor Who and Dexter and Walking Dead, and then we'll sort of see about crafting some sort of a, a a themed meal around those premieres." And so, you know, we, we set it up and the first one was Doctor Who and we got Alton Brown on the mm-hmm. show and, uh, and you guys made it. And then um, the Internet uh, shit blood a little bit. <laughs> and so Can we pull up some of our favorite comments? Oh. I feel like I um, missed out on this. I really. I think I believe uh, my buddy Ben told me that the very first comment was, I want to punch that girl in the face. And I think that was the first one. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, the internet, internet, so, right out the gate, I was right, feeling really You want to get good. punched in the like, face. It's, since it's the internet and it's mostly young males uh, mm-hmm. commenting on things, they must have been pretty horrible to you since you are not a male, but oh. a female. Oh, I'm a female. Also, what I found interesting, okay. All right, guys. It's just a new thing to be. I feel like they're very proud, like nerds and like geeks and stuff yeah. like that, which like I consider myself a part of those people. But there's like, they're not nerds. They're not geeks. And I was like, why are you being so mean? But then one said, I'm just here for AB. And I was like, Andy Bull, what's Alton up? Brown. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, it's Alton Brown. It's I know. And then, and then people were like, <laughs> yeah. and then a bunch, some of the comments were like, Boy, Alton Brown really seems like he doesn't want to be there. Like, everyone's doing bits. Yeah. Like, Alton, use your buddies, your buddies now. Oh, yeah. Alton Brown is, like, great. And, you know, he, like, sent me an email. He's like, hey, you called me an asshole six times. I guess that means you like me. And I was like, what can I say? I was that girl in the, you know, sandbox who shoves the guy that he likes. You know, and we just, like, joke around. And, pull like, the microphone up a little oh, bit. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. That's he right. Was, These, they, they fall down. I apologize. Okay. It's all right. He was, um, you know, he was one of those guys that was, like, I could tell he was, like, kind of doing bits like on set like while people were just like getting ready but he was doing like this kind of like asshole bit and I go man you're a real dick Alton Brown and then he laughed and then he just like started having a really great time and then that was like kind of our thing and then like off camera we're joking about like you know how he's more of a Doctor Who fan because he's like older he was like around when the show started yeah. you know and he's such a great guy we oh, had him on so our great. podcast so and I, I love him yeah and uh and he's great and and I think I think some of the disconnect may have happened where, because some of the, a lot of the comments that I read were like, those hosts don't know what they're doing. Like, yeah. no, they're comedians. And, yeah. I, and so I think maybe the presentation might have been off because to me, what I saw you guys doing was like a UCB sketch. Yeah. And I feel like that's sort of that purposely awkward right, host. So they wanted a cooking show. 
Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were was, expecting a cooking show, but it was really more of a comedy show, and then there was a cooking element to it. Mm. And because I totally understood, like, if you did if you did what you guys did at a live UCB show where you guys are like, oh, we're the awkward hosts and we're fucking around, you know? Like, we're, we're being purposely awkward. Because you, you purposely yeah. left, like, a lot of weird, awkward moments in. Yeah. Because that's what you would do at a UCB show. And then, but for some reason, when people are watching the video, it's not contextualized that way. Mm-hmm. And so they just go, those people are awkward. And you're they're like, no, terrible. no, no, they're comics that are doing bits. Yeah, I was like, oh, like, I'm being terrible on purpose, guys. It's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, you know, I one guy was, like, very upset that I didn't tie my hair up. And he thought it was, like, very gross. And he just wished <laughs> health it was, like, health code-wise. And I'm like, I'm not serving anybody the food. Like, he went out of his way to, like, email me and stuff. Like, it's so funny. I, I don't know. Like, it was really... It was really funny, but it was also like, you know, yeah, very, very sad. But we like turned that show around so fast, too. And um, anyway, I was happy with it. And Alton had fun. Well, the one thing you got to remember is that if a person's leaving an Internet comment, they thus cease to matter. Jesus they just, they just don't matter. You know, people say a lot of nice things about you on the on the website, sure, and it's great, and it's fine. Uh, yeah, but I don't read them. I don't no, read it's them. not that. It's just you know, we I am very tied to the community of people who uh, I'm just in it. I'm in the trenches all the time, and kind of mm-hmm. seeing you know, and so uh, and so I you know I I called you and I was like, Andy, yeah. I I I adore you, and I'm so sorry that people are being mean, and I don't want you to feel bad. And and the other thing that I want people to understand is like. It's the first one. Yeah. And we had five days to, you know, you you had to write it in like right away and shoot it and edit it. And there was no, there just, it was just the first thing. And so yeah. what I would say to people is like, look, we, you learn, like we shot something and we saw what to do and what not to do. And the show will evolve, you know, based on user suggestions and, and mm-hmm. it'll grow. And just like the first of anything is always a little awkward. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I work with the Fine Brothers a lot um, who are also producers on this project. And, you know, it's just that thing of just like, man, like if you talk to any YouTuber who's who's like doing really well, they're just like, oh, yeah, people are awful. Like they're shit. Like yeah. you can't don't read those, you know. Yeah. Beyonce. Um, <laughs> Beyonce doesn't read internet comments. She yeah. emailed me this morning, though. Trying to get you to go to Obama's? Yeah, right? yeah, 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 you, yeah, going? yeah. you going? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Nolsey and I are kind of on the outs. But oh, that's too bad. Is it the thing you said about Blue Rider? Probably. Uh, Fool me, Beyonce. I just Shame didn't like watch you. the throne as much as everyone else. I'm Fool sorry. me, but twice. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. See that kind of joke? I would have gotten ripped apart for. <laughs> you would have gotten ripped oh apart for that joke. Kids don't like puns, okay? Eight-year-olds don't like puns. I'm getting rid of them. I love Anybody puns. Should like puns. I love puns. Anyway, you should stop liking it, uh, like about when you're a teenager and then you're a jaded twenty-something. But as you start getting towards into your thirties, I think like you start to really appreciate puns. Start to re-embrace. The so pun. what? What was your what was your background? At, I mean, like how much stuff were you were you doing at UCB? Like what was you were you were you teaching or taking classes? Oh man, like I started in UCB like two thousand five, and um, you know I kind of just did. it. I was on like a slew of different mod teams uh, when they first started doing mod teams in LA. I did my one person show over there. I got to like do the showcase for Lauren Michaels and all that stuff. And um, how did it go? Uh, it went really well. Uh, that was, oh man, like I was very honored. They picked like 10 comedians to, you know, to do that. Like Mike Shoemaker and uh, Seth Myers and um, Lauren. And I was just like, I, I th- at this point I was working for uh, National Lampoon Lemmings. Like I was doing this like online sketch show for them, which was like paying me. And I was very excited about that. And then I got this call from uh, Besser and it was like really cool. And then 
I, go, I was backstage and I felt like I was going to shit myself and throw up at the same time. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to shit and vomit. Oh my God, I'm like going to gargoyle. If you do that, then you bow and say thank you. <laughs> Thanks, and everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Performance you. art. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, they were like, you get to do two things, make one of them an impression. This was right when like Conan was like, there was all this drama about Conan. And uh, so I did my Conan O'Brien impression and I had like big shoes to make me really tall and stuff. And then I did uh, this other character that I really love, which is the battered housewife cooking show. This like sketch that I did of like she's battered, but she hosts this cooking show and it's like sad and funny. And um, just try not to burn anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, he doesn't like it when it's too spicy, that sort of thing. <laughs> and um, uh and yeah, it went like super well and it was like really fun. And then I didn't get the show, guys. I didn't get the show. Um, but you still got to I haven't heard about this. I'm not on SNL. I'm what? being ripped apart on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think you know, I, I think a couple things. I think people sort of felt because, uh, I mean, you, you're not, you, Doctor Who was not something that you had really watched before. Well, Doctor Who, like when we had our meeting or whatever, and I was like pitching this idea, and you're just like, "Hey, like, what if we did Doctor Who?" I was like, "What if we did like a Breaking Bad?" You know, like, <laughs> like I'm I may a, have forced Doctor Who on I'm you because on I got the I'm dorkiest like, show on TV, Breaking, <laughs> yeah, Bad. Breaking Bad. Well, he's a chemistry teacher. But I really, that's where it ends. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like you were excited about this Doctor Who stuff, and I was like, "Well, I'll I'll start, you know, watching it." And then I got through like the entire last season, and I watched like all these old episodes, and now I'm like really addicted to it. And I'm like much more partial to Matt Smith than I like. Everybody's talking about these other doctors, but I can't like them as much because I kind of came in like in the Matt Smith With season, Matt, yep. and he's so adorable. And um, I'm a girl, guys. By the way, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're mostly girl. Uh, <laughs> a lot of us are. Yeah, we're 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 a lot of girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, then there's some manger, and then uh, and then yeah. and then back hair and back hair. Well, I got rid of that, so now <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm more girl. Ooh, back to girl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you go, you go, girl. You go, girl. And getting your bag wax is like having 29 sets of tiny balls on your back, and then a drunk, but <laughs> British soccer hooligan kicks every one of them with a cleat. Man. I had a lady. Uh, she had to uh, shooting something yesterday, and she threaded my eyebrows. Ooh. You know, have you ever done that? I haven't done it, but I but the it's Armenians horrible. are really good at it. I live like uh, near Glendale, so yeah. there's they're all over the place. I've like wondered how it goes. There's a way to kind of set it up to where it just you just rub it against where the hair is on your eyebrows and Oof. it just tears it out one by one. Wow. Yeah. One it's, by one. It's really I, bad. I gotta say, like my boyfriend and I were like getting ready for an anniversary. This is an old boyfriend, and I was like, I'm gonna save this relationship. Like I'm gonna do the bikini waxing thing. Like that that's so <laughs> like, sad if that's what's gonna save the relationship. Um guys, I was twenty and very smart. I knew how relationships work. Listen, Andy, I, this relationship is really cool and everything, <laughs> but uh, you got to trim those hedges or I just can't hang. Well, like can't we weren't hang. having sex a lot, so I'm just like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do what real women do. And I'm like way too embarrassed to like meet with a woman and have her get in there. So my friend was like, you know, you can do it yourself. So I like took some Advil and then I had like a half a bottle of wine. And I got the wax. Every great story starts and, this way. <laughs> and, I mean, just the Advil and the half bottle of wine right. probably would have saved it. Yeah. But uh, but I went in my room and I did one. I did one strip and I screamed and I cried and I never did any of the rest. Ah. So, so you were halfsies? I had a very yes, very yeah. patchy. It was um, very angular. Anyway, it's an angular, it just uh, it just looked like uh, a, it just looked like a stray kitten that you find yeah. in a trash can. Why am I telling this stuff? People are going to use it in the comments uh, to hate on. Andy Boltmore, well, giving them ammo. I, but I think we, I, I think we learned. Uh, so I think maybe there's a little disconnect there, and I think people mm -hmm. 
wanting to be the, wanting the show to be a little more more about the guests and about the food. Yeah. And and so you know what it, we did it and we learned. Yeah. And and you're you know I just like you know. I don't know. Like, it's just so funny because I've never been like, I felt like I was being outcasted by like the geeks and the nerds. And like last night I'm at this screening for this movie that's like being made uh, by this filmmaker. And it's all about this kid who like saw Star Wars and it changed his life. And it's really good, by the way. But like people in the lobby are talking about going to see like the 25th anniversary of like Monster Squad. And um, and I was like, oh, I was at the 20th uh, anniversary screen of that. I didn't know they were doing a 25th. I'm excited to go. And like this guy was probably like 45, like really overweight. And he was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ah, ah, I, I'm, and then I'm just like burnt from like these nerd comments. And I was like, oh, I just, I, so, I don't belong anywhere. Do you know what's funny is that, or maybe it's not so funny, but, but when you care so much about a culture and you live so much in your culture, first of all, it's impossible to consume everything yeah. and, and still have a job. Yes. So the fact that you didn't see Doctor Who up until now d- does not, to me, say like, well, she's not a nerd. Like, yeah. for you, you know, you trip out, you, you trip out on other stuff and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, but what I, but what I will say is that, it's it is the mo it is the hardest insult to take when mm-hmm. someone because basically what they're saying is you're not you or yeah. you're not you know like you're not it just it attacks like your core belief system and and like your whole sense of who you are yeah. and they go you're not really that because you didn't do this thing that I define as that yeah. you're like but I didn't yeah. I just that's, didn't know I think that's the worst part of nerd culture is like you know they're always talking about how they're the outcast but all they do is just try to label people and yeah. shove them away. well that's uh-huh. the, I I do that that is my least favorite uh, dark underbelly of, of 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 nerd culture is 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 sort of is kind of and one and one hand saying like, hey, it sucks that you know people don't accept us for 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 what we love, and then on the other hand going, but fuck that guy, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, oh, if any group should be the most accepting group. Yeah, there's um there's there's a really good emo Phillips bit on Equals Emo Square where he like he he's like, oh, I met a guy the other day, and then like a, he starts breaking down like uh, uh like oh, you're from St. Louis, I'm from St. Louis. Are you from the, uh, West St. Louis or East St. Louis? Like West St. Louis, me too. Are you from this town? And it just starts breaking it down all the way into like, oh, what church did you go to? Did you go to the uh you know the new baptist of uh, america or did you go to the east baptist and like it goes down to even further and further to it's like one little thing is different and then he goes he goes die heretic <laughs> and like it's just like all these things in common there's one that's wrong yeah. and then it's like and then you're like oh fucking i don't know you but yeah i gotta say out. what i'm really proud of is i feel like i brought everybody together i gave them one thing to hate and <laughs> yeah. i did that for them you know, you know what i, I mean that's I like osmandius from uh, the watchman <laughs> he brought everybody together because of this horrible thing yeah and then uh, to be fair i don't yeah, every comment by the way was not it oh was, no! You know, I, got, I mean, I got like a lot of new Twitter followers. Like a lot of people had a really a lot of nice things to say. It's I just, mean, some some people in the some comments want to stab me. I did, mean, I get it. It did make me feel happy to see some people in the comments go, "Guys, this is the first episode. They're people. Let's all fucking chill. Uh, just a hair." Well, I loved like you went on there and you were like commenting like like with some of these kids. <laughs> I just don't like seeing people. <laughs> Listen, it's one thing if someone says. I don't like this show. Yeah. That's fine. That's your opinion. Of yeah. course you're entitled to have that opinion. But when people are like, you know, they they were just, it was very horrible personal attacks. Yeah. You know, like these people should fucking die. And it's like, hey, let's not call people garbage and say they should die. Like that to me is like, that that's not just expressing your opinion. That's just being a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Over a fucking free video. Like when uh, our friends Allie and Georgia like first put out their like, you know, drinking um, drinks videos. Like uh, like I remember the comments were just like they were just had nothing to do with just like uh, the redhead's kind of fuckable, but I'd pass on the other one. Yeah. yeah. With the teeth. Like, you know, they were just, just 
They would tear apart the person. The I person. Mean, I was really scrolling for those I'd fuck the redhead comments and there <laughs> yeah. just aren't enough. enough. There enough. aren't enough. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess if she was around. Yeah. Oh, I'd oh. fuck her after I murdered her. I mean, like, God damn it. I mean, I guess I guess I I'll just take it. you know, when you when you see people <laughs> when you see people when you see people commenting like from a place of authority when and you know they're wrong, mm-hmm. you just want to be like, "Ah, I just the universe, I just and, and it's the trap. It's the fucking internet trap of like I have to let you know you're wrong." Yeah. Which is what they're doing. But then that's what you're doing, and then that's just the. But when people are like, you know, it's easy to tell that Alton is thinking this or this. It's like it is not. It's not what's happening. Yeah, we. He's and, doing and a fucking like bit. Twenty five minutes of bits, guys. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. Yeah, but uh, the thing that I think is so funny is that all of them were just like, oh my god, I can't believe Chris Hardwick's talking. To me. I didn't mean it, Chris. Like everything you do is great. Love you. <laughs> like um, you know. Yeah, that part was pretty great. <laughs> no, but 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 so you know. So all I will say on the on the whole thing is that I don't think it was a complete fiasco. I think it was just we tried some, or you know, yeah. you, you guys tried something and it and it and it. It didn't connect the way that you wanted it to right well, away, but you're gonna, but you're gonna ch- and also play like, with it. Like the Nerdist Network, like one thing that's so great about it is that like you have like Weird Al and you've got like all these people that everybody already knows. Yeah. And then I put up this show with me and my good friend Harrison. Everybody's like, who are these fuck nuts? And I'm like, no, you shouldn't know who we are. I'm not expecting you to. But yeah, it's kind of like you know. I get that. Like they were all coming to see all, and then they got like this piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, well, I just don't want you. To, I just don't want you to, to feel bad. I, I, you know, like I, I just, I, I. Well, I appreciate it because not everyone is. You know, I'm still not used to to to, to internet hatred. And I gotta it, say though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was just a bunch of suits walked yeah, by. A bunch of handsome men in nice suits. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> with the tone change. Yeah. Right. Today on today on Thai prawn, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna relate yeah, the, really the latest b- really book brothers Thai. Um, I'm sorry, Eddie. I was just gonna say that you know, like after that weekend of me like turning off the internet and pretending like life's gonna be okay, uh, I was like doing stand up at the comedy store and I was like in the green room and all these comics were just like, man, all the pilots suck. Like every new show's shit. Like Mindy Kaling's show not funny. And I was like, you guys don't know. Like they've been working on that for a really long time. Like just give it a chance. Like, oh, right. what are you, you I like get, had nothing negative to say about anyone's comedy ever. It really does it really, teach you I think to it made not be a better person. It teaches you not to just like be yeah. a judgmental dick to people because you're mm-hmm. like, well, you don't know exactly what's going on because you weren't there and you yeah. don't know exactly what's going to happen next. And you know, but yeah. it's just if you don't like it just don't watch it don't like track down what my email is online yeah. and, and attack and attack me for my freckles I mean come on guys I have a pigment issue with my skin let's leave it alone come on come back. it's not fair it's not fair they're the worst they're but the worst, uh, yeah. but but I think you know but I think so I think you know the first episode was nine minutes long and so I think what we decided to do was yeah. like let's chop the show down let's focus more on the guest uh, Bria Grant's guest oh, on, yeah. the, on the well, Dexter episode she just sent me um, a rough cut out of it this morning and like she's like so much fun and she's so game for stuff she's great and, like like I love her like I've I've done stuff she was like at UCB I met her over there and who was this one um, she was on Dexter season 6 she was also a really fast runner in Heroes Bria Grant short blonde hair Bria Grant Super oh hot. yeah, she was the one. She's that was, awesome. Was, uh, she, Super great. She was like really taking funny. the stuff because you. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you've yeah. met her before. Brie is a ama- she's okay. awesome. Like yeah. such a yeah, yeah. funny, cool, smart. Like yeah. directed a movie. Yeah, just really cool girl. Yeah, yeah. really, really cool she girl. She's so awesome. Gearing um, up for the new season. Uh, uh, you, should, you should watch Dork Fork because she talks about being on the show and stuff. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's really fun. Um, everything you could ever want. That's all I'm gonna say. So was was there any sort of. Uh, 
and are, are, are is there any sort of thing of uh, of like well we're not chefs we're just like people who are fans who yeah. are making fan food okay, we're not so like Harrison and I have known each other since I met him like 2004 doing improv and ever since then we've been talking about fucking doing a cooking show and he like when I met him he was like I don't know like 100 pounds heavier and I was like dude like you should go to Weight Watchers and we would go to Weight Watchers meetings together and we would like make all these recipes and we both started like cooking a lot and so and so. he looks fucking awesome you know and uh, oh Harrison lost 100 pounds yeah oh, over I 100 pounds I didn't know that he yeah. used to have like a, he used to have clean cut hair and be overweight and now yeah. he lost all the weight he grew his hair and looks like a <laughs> yeah. fucking psychopath <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um, yeah so like we really love cooking and like I've taken cooking classes because I'm a really big fan of it but I've Never been to Le Cordon Bleu because they won't let you just take some classes. You have to be fully committed. You can't do part-time. You can't do part-time. I got a lecture and I was like, fine. Can I part-time Harvard? Actually, you can. Yeah, online. You can do online correspondence. Yeah. Oh. Huh? Yeah, well, there you go. Good joke, Jonah. But we... Um, but I, I have like, you know, very nerdy group of friends and like we would do parties all the time where like we pick like a movie and then we like make a meal around it and everybody hosts at different places. And so like, you know, like when we would watch Goodfellas, we would like slice, you know, the, uh, garlic garlic with with a razor blade. Yeah. Like we would do all that stuff in it and it was really fun. And then when I wanted to do the show, it was like about like hanging out with your friends, cooking in the kitchen. You don't have to be a pro chef to, we'll show you how to make fun themed stuff. It, it, is, it is a fact of life. You don't have to be a pro chef to cook food. Yeah. Most people are not pro but, chefs, it turns out. What kind out. of show is going to show me how to like boil water? Uh, <laughs> show's not on anymore, but it still works. <laughs> oh, I guess I should have checked to see if that show was still on. Anymore. So you're kind of so you're kind of getting shit from the food nerds, and you're getting shit yeah. from the oh, yeah. from the Doctor Who yeah, nerds. Like these, and... It was so funny. Like I really, I didn't really think people were gonna. I mean, I guess we should have said like, "Hello, kids! Like, we are not pro chefs. We're we are comedians. comedians. You got to spell everything out." I mean, that's what the fine said. They're just like in our experience, like when you spell it out. Like, they're on board. Like, use that first one to fucking lay it out. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess. But, like, eh, they're, they'll get it. I'm like, oh, no, he's eight, and he lives in England, and he hates me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't help it. Mm-hmm. But... Well, yeah. it's I, I I'm I'm looking forward to the next two episodes and just to see yeah. how because the other thing that's interesting to me is that one of the things that I love about the YouTube initiative that we've had and just this ability that I've had to program so many different shows is that it really is like it's like a pr- playground like each show is like a little hamster or a chia pet that you can sort of grow and mold yeah. and well you can't really mold a hamster I don't recommend that uh, but I mean <laughs> it, it's just one. but it's it just the process of like okay we did that and it didn't work mm-hmm. but I see I think I see how it's gonna work and then I get super excited about like let's try this and let's try this and yeah. let's see if this works yeah you know so I just you know I hope I hope the people who are really angry at least aren't so full of rage that they completely wrote you guys off and didn't give you a chance to see what you guys do in episode two and three and just like you know and just now kind of knowing like oh it's you know we're comedians it's silly it's not you know it was Mm -hmm. like the first episode was purposely awkward Mm -hmm. because that's a style of you that is a ucb and like second city comedy thing of like the purposely i mean it's a lot of sketch comedy but i see it more like at ucb where it's like super awkward Mm -hmm kind of a british comedy thing too yeah 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 totally and like with alton being there you know we were just like hey dude like we didn't know if he was like gonna come in and be like you get five minutes or if he was gonna be you know and then he was like game for stuff and then 
we made a we made a TARDIS out of cardboard, which looked fucking awesome, almost too good because I, you know, like some kids were like shitting on that too. I'm like, that is the best cardboard TARDIS. <laughs> That's what you get really I've bummed about. <laughs> That's yeah. what you get really bummed about. Um, but yeah, like, and he and he was super great, and uh, we were like, yeah, like we're gonna be awkward and we're gonna make it uncomfortable for you. And he was like, great, I'll totally like play that up. You know what I mean? And well, so he had a lot of good ones. Well, I just and, I just wanted to have you on just so people could I hear you that. you as the person and you as charming and funny and sweet and not. You know, like whatever this idea they had in the yeah. of like who are these because you it's funny you do characters and things, but but a lot of times unless it's really obvious you're doing characters or you say like you said we are doing characters, then people yeah. are like what the fuck is going on and you're like I, it's a bit please yeah. it just I'm sorry I didn't spell that out mm-hmm. um, but uh, but you know I, I but yeah but, but I think I think a, a lot of people though like like in the comments and stuff too which why am I still reading these. <laughs> Um, are just like, hey, like, give it a chance, guys. Like, pilots suck. Like, that's how it goes. Like, you know, it'll work out. Like, I feel like they're they're optimistic. The first episode of almost anything is like the first episode of the bowling show. I thought was clunky because we didn't know what we were doing, and it just hey, you see you, you see if you watch the first episode of our bowling show and the most recent episode, they're pretty different. I mean, like structurally, dramatically different. Yeah. Because we were just learning. We yeah. were just sort of like... And I think that's the thing about the web. Like, it's not like, okay, you're going to put this in like a half hour slot on NBC is like must see. Like, you know what that structure well, is. And what a bummer. Internet, like, like, if you're doing television, so let's say you were doing Dork Fork for television mm-hmm. and that happened, but you did 13 episodes of that and then it started airing and then you're like, it's too late to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, but, uh, so anyway, that's it. I just yeah. want to come, come have you on and I, and I hope I hope people are, are 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 nicer and you know I don't know I, I think you're a sweetheart so I just I hope thanks it's, Chris Hardway I, I hope I hope people stop being mean to you. <laughs> oh, thanks. I think, but that's what's so great about the internet. Like it blows over so fast. You know, yeah. like they they all have something new to hate. Right. There's yeah. a million mm-hmm. videos being posted yep. the next day. Yeah. But my mom, who like doesn't you know know anything, she's never like going on YouTube. She just like because you know, she's too busy playing World of Warcraft, and uh, she doesn't have time for YouTube. But she like your mom really me. plays 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 oh, the WoW. Oh man, when she was getting her hysterectomy, my sisters and I were like, "Hey, you're gonna be laid up for three weeks. You should try this. I think you'd really like it." She writes like sci-fi stuff, and and she's a school teacher or was. But man, she has not stopped playing. That was like. Six years ago or seven oh, years ago. Wow. Every time I go home, she's like, look at my new character. I named this one after you. And wow. I like love watching her play, but because she was a school teacher, she's got like, you know, she's playing with kids that are like 14, but in the Midwest. And they'll use the wrong like uh there or something. And she'll be like, it's T-H-E-I-R. <laughs> Could you correct. not curse so much? And I'm like, mom, like she's got her headset now. Like she's very. <laughs> That's adorable. She's very into it. Like we, I grew up on a ranch where like, we don't have electricity if the generator is not on. And we didn't have internet until after I was out of high school. And like now, if there's no internet, she's going to freak out because. She can't get online to she play She can't wow. get online. And like her and her sister have become like best friends because of it. Like. They've totally reunited because they. My aunt was like, "Oh, I'll show you what's up. Like, to follow me, you know." Oh, and, that's um, adorable. Yeah, that is, a, that is goddamn and she's adorable. Like, oh my god, she's like, I got her some BlizzCon t-shirts and she wears them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, but she hasn't been to BlizzCon, but she really wants to go. But um, we're gonna send your mom to BlizzCon. Oh my god, you should. I told her I was like, if you go, like, I want to film you there. Like, we should shoot your mom at would, BlizzCon. Okay, it's on her bucket list because she's she's got the cancer, guys. So oh, we've no. been doing. I know, like, and you bastards are making comments about me. No, um, <laughs> I, I like how you're gonna try to take some of the. <laughs> um, no, but like, yeah, she's been she's been battling cancer for a while now, and she's in a new uh, clinical trial, and so like. She gets sick a lot, and because the medicine makes her sick, so she's like, I'm just laid up playing World of Warcraft. Can she travel? You know? 
She can, but it depends. Like her doctor is in LA, so she stays with me like every three weeks when she comes down for stuff. I will tell you what, if if you, if your mother is up to it, I will personally oh send god. her to BlizzCon. Oh my god, she's gonna flip. And the fuck like out. whether whether or not we're able to shoot it, like if if she feels like doing that, fine. But if not, I would just send your mom to BlizzCon just so she could have the experience of going to BlizzCon. Oh my god, like she will like freak out. Like you have no idea, because like we've been making like bucket list stuff, and like I did stand up with her because I do a bunch of jokes about like cancer in the family and stuff and i was like my mom's always wanted to stand up so i'm just gonna do the cancer jokes and we'll she we'll see like what her responses were and it was like a really depressing sklar brothers like kind of like back and forth thing (laughs) (laughs) depressing sklar brothers has got to be the name of a band yeah Yeah. and uh by far the funniest thing i've ever done like by far like it was it was super great like i've wanted to do like more stuff like that and so now i'm gonna do like i'm i'm currently putting together like a comedy tour with like some of my other stand-up friends that we're gonna like Raise awareness for the type of cancer she has. She actually has Steve Jobs cancer. Uh, that's what we call pancreatic, it. Pancreatic cancer? It starts in the pancreas, but it's called carcinoid endocrine. And her doctor used to always brag about how, like, hey, Steve Jobs is my patient. Oh. And uh, he's been around for a while. And he doesn't even take all the treatments I suggest. So you're going to be fine. And then he died. So now and my she's mom, taking all the treatments he suggests. So now she's taking yeah. every treatment we can get our hands on. Um, but it was just, like, her doctor... Like once my mom told once my mom told him I was a comedian. Now every time we go and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> uh, listen to this." You know oh I mean? no! Like, come on! Yes, and he's always like pitching me jokes. And then my mom had like she had this giant surgery, and then she got a hernia like because of that surgery. So she had to have another surgery, and then uh, and she was like, "Yeah, like I'm kind of worried about like my stitches." And he's like, uh, "Don't want Andy to make you laugh here because you might bust a seam." Oh. <laughs> and then he always does George this McFly slow style. Pan. You did the George McFly style, like yeah. And and my mom was like at the at the hospital, and she told him I was like doing I was gonna be putting together this like cancer uh, tour or whatever, and he's so fucking excited. And so I think I'm going to have him, like, write material, and I think he should come and, like, do it because he's always doing... He's always speaking out about this cancer and stuff. He's like the guy. He's he's the the most amazing doctor. He's the only guy who does this kind of cancer like on this coast. And um and he was interviewed on television when Steve Jobs died, all that stuff. But he's always like making jokes, you know, making light of it. And I think he should like go on stage. Anyway, um I think it'd be really fun. Yeah. You have you ha- you ha- you have to. I mean, like that's that's yeah. that's the comedy gene that we have that we have to we have to deal with the most horrible things in 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 our world. Yeah. With, that's just how we have yeah, to have to do me, it. Yeah, for me, I'm just like, like, traffic really isn't that bad. Like, what's really bad? Okay, this shit. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And like, I don't know. I do, I guess I do like a lot of darker stuff, but I, I don't know. I feel like that's the stuff we should be laughing about. And I get people coming up, like, when I do some cancer material, like, people coming up being like, hey, like, my mom died of cancer. Like, that was so great. Like, thanks. Like, we used oh, to laugh cool. about it. And then I got one guy that came up and was just like, my mom fucking died of cancer. Don't appreciate it. And I was like, cool, dude. Like. We all handle it differently, you know? And But your mom is way on board. Oh, my mom's so on board. She pitches me jokes. Like, she... <laughs> which is... It's funny because a lot of them are, like, fart jokes because she had this one medication that was, like, making her fart all the time. And she's like, you should do jokes about... Oh, no. She was like... She was like, I sound like a machine gun duck or, like, whatever. And so I would just, like, read joke pitches from my mom, like, uh, on stage. Oh, that's so sweet. And those went really well. And I did it, like, when she was on stage with me. And she was like, oh, yeah... That happens to me, you know? <laughs> or then she's like, man, when I got it, I totally thought I was going to die. And everybody's like, what? 
like it was so funny. Like, I'm I'm gonna send her to BlizzCon. Oh man, it's done. Man. It's gonna happen. She'll be so excited. Um. Well, Andy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Um. And uh, the, so the next Dork Fork is going to be what is it? September 30th. It's a, it's the same day as the premiere of Dexter, I believe. Dexter premieres September 30th. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it'll be that weekend. Yeah, it'll be that weekend. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so mm-hmm. much. Thank you guys for it's having good me. Good to see you. Andy. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I love your I love your I love your podcast. Oh, thank you, Andy. Well, <laughs> you should just make comments on the internet about it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> now you're a part of it. Now you're a part of the. You're part of the glorious podcast. Well, sure. Bye. Right. Jonah takes his normal chair again with the shitty fucking stand. I know. Okay, just sucks. It was so nice. Just yeah. You could well, t- keep the microphone you were at. What? You could have stayed there if you wanted. Well, he took the spot. We well, all just shifted over to this is where we normally you, go. You shifted. From. No one shifted except for you. I'll go back. No, it's fine. We got to give. We got to give him his space. It'll be okay. <laughs> it got a little tense for a minute. Do no, you want your chair back, buddy? It now it's just empty. Yeah. No. No. I'm fine. I feel like I, I I get angry quick these yeah, days. Yeah, you do. It's because you quit your job. So you're on a short fuse. Can no, I? No, can I? Can I? It's been before. It's been for months now. Can I tell you? You turned um, thirty. <laughs> Stop can, trying to find the thing. No, no, I'm finding the thing for you. No, it's um uh I I I find that I have had a little bit of a a tense short fuse lately, and I think it's you know sometimes it's just if you're working a lot and you're overwhelmed and you're not taking any time off and there's you have lack of sleep, then it's easy to go from like, hey guys, what's going on? What the fuck is that? Like in yeah, it like it just. Because you just need to, you uh, take it from me. You need to rest a little bit and relax and co- sort of pro- and and because you're leaving this, you know what was what was a, a secure job. Yeah. It's a little stressful. Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy to. It's not easy to just quit a job to go pursue like things that you really really want to do. You think it's because I turned thirty? I still think it's that. Nah, you Chicken know, clock. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't. It, it's it's all the leading up to turning the, when when the digits shift. Yeah, yeah. After you do it, it's, yeah, I, it's I'm done. I'm okay so. being thirty. I, I am really prepping it, my short fuse. I re- you <laughs> <laughs> by activating it often. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it hasn't. It, I've like it's it's been really like I don't know. It's been like the uh, while now. I don't know. It's just like I, I like I react negatively first towards things or. Or I let things that like would be like, oh, it's too bad, like destroy my day and a half. You're you're stressed. You're stressed. You're 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 stressed. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot that is not in your conscious mind that still affects you. Like shit just bubbles under the surface, and that you kind of yeah. just most of the time you you might play it off and be like, eh, it's not a big deal. But it's just like you know, it's kind of like what Andy was saying. It does just stay in there, and then the anxiety comes yeah. out. Yeah. Well, so. you saw like a, like a thing that happened because of like the other day where I was like, oh fuck, I can't make the gym. I'm going to have a pumpkin latte now. Right. Like that, like reaction, just like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Not only are you going to miss the gym, you're going to drink something you know is going to make you feel bad about yourself later. Yeah, exactly. Because I think it's, it's a, you know, that's sort of a control issue. Like, well, fuck, I'll fucking show you who am I yelling at? You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and it really, it's just. You're just trying. You're you're just trying to make yourself feel bad. In, in fairness to you, Jonah, it's a seasonal drink. Why not? Well, I know that's why I love so much. No, that's the not, problem with the not, fall. It's not about the pumpkin latte. It's about the fact that Chris. But isn't it about the pumpkin latte? It is about the. No, yeah. it's that the reason he's going to feel bad about it is because he's made a deal with himself. There's there's nothing wrong with pumpkin oh, latte. I know you don't need to explain this. Everyone no, okay. in our audience knows exactly what you're talking about because <laughs> I assume we are all. Uh, fucked up like Jonah and I are. <laughs> oh, I just smelled pizza. I better just eat a pizza. You know, like, it's that sort of thing where you 
just go, well, fuck it. I might as well just, I'll fucking run it's, this into the yeah. ground. It sucks that I live two doors down from a donut shop. Which one? Oh, don't say SK. it. Oh, well, there you go. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fine. It's fine. Anyway. will just cr- cross, you know. Reference everything he's ever said. <laughs> also, listen. Here's here's the other thing that you have to understand. There, there. I think, like I said, there are things that are not in your conscious mind that still affect your emotional state. And when you're going through a lot of changes, you subconsciously Ch- feel very changes. You you subconscious changes. Yeah, changes. Um, I I don't know all the lyrics to. I just know. Time. Wait. So you really got mad. Time, you heard time, do a Bob Dylan. time, time, time. So that's different. And then I sing "Time, Time is on our side," and that means yeah. that I'm a Zazel. If yeah, I yeah. could and then turn I, back, and then I, and then uh, if I could turn back, time keeps slipping, slipping into the future. Got to get back, back in time. I like how we just went from word association to like just genre association. Yeah, we just went with time. So anyway, but I think. Because things might not be consciously apparent to you, when you feel like you're going through those moments in your life, you go, God, I'm really getting mad, or I feel weird. What I find is helpful to do is take a step back and look at the landscape of your life and see what's going on. You just got engaged. Ugh, you're pretty. leaving your job. Yeah. You're trying to lose weight, and you started an exercise regime. You've undertaken a lot of things that are really the biggest things that, you know, with barring tragedy, the biggest life changes that human beings in our culture go with. Yeah. Job, relationship, self-image. And you're fucking taking all that on at once. Oh, and I so think, when you yeah. do that, then you start going, oh, maybe I shouldn't assess my life when I'm under these conditions because what's bubbling underneath is this sort of like uneasy uncertainty because you're going through a lot of changes and ultimately it'll all be fine and you'll get through it all and you'll be happy and you know, it's all okay. But when, as you're in that process, I think that's just a lot of that, uh, like uneasy, un, unstable stuff. Yeah. Freaking you out. I mean, like all that stuff happened, right? Like I started yeah, no, CrossFit and then I decided to propose yeah. and then David CrossFit, David CrossFit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where you just show uh, up in uh, boots and the shorts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah. And then, and then, like, uh, like right after I proposed, I was like, I'm going to tell my bosses that I'm leaving. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I guess so. What else coincides with that? I mean, maybe a date in August? What's happening? In- he turned 30. Oh, you think that's that, too? Is. Well, that is another I, big thing. I'm fine to- with being 30. You think you're fine with it. I think you're the one projecting. <laughs> I'm not ready, Jonah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not 30 yet. I know. You got two, uh, one year. I got, I'm, I got 10 months. 10 months. Ugh. Yeah, but like you're you're great, you're doing good. Well, for now. And but the thing is, that's I didn't mind thing. turning thirty at all. Yeah, and it's also like people put a lot of stuff on thirty because of like the idea of it from twenty, thirty years ago. That was our parents' thing. My dad yeah. flipped out at thirty. Yeah, yeah. and what but do you the do? thing, yeah. What? What do you do to flip out? <laughs> well, he doesn't remember most of it because he drank through his entire thirties. We yeah. talked about it on the podcast. Like he just fucking you know in his mind in my dad's mind in 19 you know he turned 30 in 71 he actually my dad's 30 years older than i am yeah. so he just it it just kind of tweaked his brain and i think in the in those days 30 was it was like don draper 30 of like yeah, yeah, yeah. no you're a fucking you know now yeah. we have these glorious extended adolescences and, well, also, uh, yeah, and especially living in the city that we live in yeah, and being in this industry is it's what what? Oh, it's a great city. What are you talking about? You get to be a kid. No, I mean it's not a fun city to get older in. That's what I'm thinking. No, oh. but like it's. But like, you you got plenty of time. 
listen, if you ever want to feel better about, about your age, just hang out with someone 15 years older. That's the 15 years older mark. Because then when you see that they're okay and it's not a big deal that, and they're 15 years older than you are, you kind of feel better. It's funny, like, talking to, like, you know, uh, I'll talk to, like, Dana Gould sometimes and, like, uh, hearing him, like, just kind of have the same kind of, you know, irritations that any of us would. I go, oh, sure. it just doesn't, you know, it just... You know, it's just that's the way it is. Don't get so freaked out about what's coming down the pike that you uh, don't appreciate that you're your age now. Because you being 29 now, you'll wish you were 29 when you were like 60. And you're like, what's wrong with 29? You know, my, my, so just enjoy it. My dad said that once when I was like, when he turned 60, I was like, uh, I was like, oh, how's it feel to be 60? You know, he's, uh, he's like, you know what? I was kind of getting scared, but then I realized... I realized something when I was turning 30. I was like, oh, I wish I was in my 20s. Yeah. It's like when I was turning 40. Oh, man, if only I was still in my 30s. It's like, and he said, and then he finally realized he's like, well, why don't I just like fucking have fun? I mean, like, why don't I just not have fun, but just appreciate. I'll tell you what makes me feel okay is that my dad turned 71 this year and he's great. Send an emails. Send an emails. Yeah. And my dad is great. Like he's happy. He's fucking energetic. He's hanging out at the bowling center all the time. He still has fun. Like he doesn't, there's no, I think whatever we build up in our idea in our heads of like, oh my God, when you're 71, it's over. It is way not over for him. And so it just, that's very comforting. And yes, my dad, it's so funny. So many things happen. My relationship with my dad, the doing the podcast with my dad was probably the one of the single most significant experiences that I've ever had with him. And I just thought it would be a fun thing because he's a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, but it totally, and I think I've talked about this on Pete's podcast. I did. You made it weird, but it, it totally changed our relationship. And he like, we bonded so hard. And afterwards, you know, lately he's been like, cause he still has a flip phone. He was like, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get one of those smartphones so I can, he would never text before. He wouldn't email. He was yeah. one of these guys who was like, if you want to communicate with me, pick up the phone. So I set up an email address for him and yeah. I, I, you know, I put a little avatar of an old picture of him from when he was bowling and yeah. I, and I gave him the password and he fucking sent me an email yesterday. You know, it was the perfect email, all caps. And it just yeah. said, um, the, this is going to take a lot of time and patience, not two of my strong suits. <laughs> and then he, t- and then I wrote back and I was like, holy fuck, you're emailing. It's just like, almost like if your dog started talking, be like, Hey, mm-hmm. can you go out and pick up some, some food? You'd be yeah, like, yeah. holy fuck, you're talking. It was kind of like that. It's fine. What is it with dads and caps lock? First um, off, they have to find caps lock. I know. It seems like they can't find their way around a keyboard, but caps lock is something they decide they just, to find. They just, I don't know how I learned to type, but I caps lock is how I capitalize letters. It's very strange. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. you don't shift type. You don't, no, shift, don't shift. You caps lock. Yeah. That well, is, I, even I, mean, I guess it really is just hitting a button. Yeah. But you're hitting it twice as opposed to just releasing it. Hey, listen. But, uh, uh, but my dad, and then the second email he wrote back, he was like, I know, uh, you know, great Larry King interview, and then he put a fucking smiley emoticon. I was like, where did you learn to do a smiley emoticon? Maybe it's just like, uh, you know, you can sometimes where you the computers will set up where you can just click on it. Like the top no, I, I think Gmail I think my it, stepmom right? probably told him, probably was working with him on that. Oh, wow, nice. So, working with him on that. I imagine them drawing up plans at night. What if we hit a colon? There's a, <laughs> there's a, <laughs> there's a just like a graph paper, like giant graph paper. What if we put a zero in the all, center? All these what? failed attempts at emoticons, <laughs> yes, <yes>. you know? <laughs> He's got the frowny one like, oh, it's almost there. I just don't know how to make it seem happy. Wait a minute. There's another parenthesis. No, 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 no. no. She, she taps him on the shoulder and then turns the paper. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, it's like yeah that that's i would love to imagine that that's probably I, what I happened so then I, and then i got a text from my dad today too uh, and he's not he's not a texter i got a text how about that tits on her i yeah. hope it was that I, it's it, that's not far off the my kind of dad stuff. Will, my dad will comment on my Facebook through my mom's Facebook account. Like they have this, they have a, a joint email, one phone, and my mom has Facebook, so my dad uses yeah, it. Yeah. And it's just, and he'll like always, like he'll comment on stuff, looking good, Papa Ray. Like just, just like yeah, that'll yeah. say what it is. Uh, and I just want to tell him, like, dude, get your own, get your own fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, it's uh, adorable. It is pretty adorable, and so now he's now I can actually email him stuff and Even links and pictures, and yeah, I could yeah. never do any of that before. The uh, it's a good way for parents to keep in touch with their kids. It is. It really. Is. Well, now yeah. I feel like this whole world is open up to him, so I'm going to start getting all these calls. Like, did you know you could buy? Yes, yes, I know. Nah. Did you know you could? Yes, remember that I thing? Get a, I get a thing from my mom's like, uh, are you are you out of a job? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow, that's where it gets a little too. Uh, but did you you know who designed the G four logo? No. Fun little bit of trivia: Shepard Ferry. What? Yep. You've got to be kidding Not me. Not kidding. Huh? Shepard Ferry designed the G four logo. Not one of his best logo. works. And then you go around the. You know that? You know when you go on the other side of Studio B, that big, that big uh, we are G four with the vid- hand and the video game. Yeah. yeah. Controllers. That's a Shepard Ferry. Oh, Dude, the that fuck looks like crazy. I always thought it was just a Shepard Ferry ripoff. That one. No. Well, <laughs> I guess that's what. No, no, what I I know what I'm putting in for when I leave. <laughs> I'm gonna take that and sell it. Is that what you're gonna? <laughs> that's my retirement. What is happening with Attack of the Show? Well, we're great. You kidding? Okay. We got this new music on the open. Yep. Uh, there, there's a new There's a new open, which I think is beautiful. It's okay, a, good. So they really they, good they finally took Kevin Pereira off the open of the show. He's it's not been hosting really, for the last really, three months. Really good looking open. The music. Is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like you're just about to. It's like you're going to start watching. Oh, that reminds me. How was the concert last night? Variety show. You fucker. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dave uh, Matthews like played the, the Hollywood Bowl last night. Oh, sorry. <laughs> See, yeah, come yeah, on. Anyway, the music hey, on the G4 open. Yeah. It really is like you're going to watch a Russian variety show. It's so strange. Like Trollolo? Not at all. It does not at all fit. Not, not, not Mr. Trollolo? No, no, no. It's like uh, some sort of. It's like techno and Skrillex, but like with like a. I think the best G four promo I ever saw was when they used a, a faint song. The Geeks Were Right, which is like a really good uh, yeah. song from The Faint. So tell me, uh, so we don't know anything about the fate of Attack of the Show yet. No, I I, I think we'll be around. I it's a flagship show. I mean, even if uh, with a, they'll change the show with the network. And whatever I read, I mean, they'll change the I've show read, for sure. I just sort of think they'll have to end up giving us a new logo and. No, I think Putting the stru- I think shows. the structure, the structure of Attack of the Show is going to change. I think uh, I think I think a lot's going to happen to that show because that's going to be the one show people are going to look for to know the difference in the in the change of the network. Yeah, this yeah. is just fucking shop talk. Yeah, instead of instead of instead of not uh, to scare you, I'm sure you'll still have a producing job. Instead yeah, of right. uh, <laughs> instead of segments about like sweet kicks, it'll be like how to how to retain your chi. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like you know, there'll be you know, it'll be more like these What's alligators. What's the best way to store wine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your perfect Sunday? How do you know it's corked with Matt Myra? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll probably you maybe start getting to the food segments you've always wanted yeah. to do, like fine dining <laughs> segments. <laughs> Today on lobster prawn. See, I made a lobster prawn. Oh, I love that. I kind of like lobster prawn. Yeah. Yeah. Pedro's doing their uh, their annual lobster, lobster fest, fest coming up soon. Oh shit! I've like, always wanted to go. It hurts a lot of fun. It's like red lobsters, but good. So how was uh, Dave Matthews at the Hollywood Bowl? It was great. 
Uh, now with a guy like that who has so much fucking music, what uh, what so how, how does he how do you think he decides which songs to play? I was watching a documentary on them, and he actually sits down. Like uh, he went to they went back to Espoch, which is this uh, place they play all the time, and uh, they were showing him making the set list, and he had all the set lists from the previous times they played there out, and he was like, "Well, I'm just trying to make this different and not repeat from the last time we were here." I think that's cool that he puts that much effort. Oh, that's into great! It. Yeah, I mean that, that's really yeah. Cool. But it was a really good show, and uh, I took my girlfriend Kiki along with me, and she only fell asleep twice. So I think that's good. Bowl? Yeah. What's that? Seems impossible. It's not impossible. Not uh, where we were sitting. There we go. Where did what, you have good seats? seats? Were you in the Jaguar seats? The Jaguar seats. <laughs> Jaguar. No, no, no. We were, uh, you know the uh, you know the field you know the, the the box seats they have. Yeah. On either side of those is still there's bench seating. Uh-huh. So just on the edges. So we were on the edge there, and and there are a couple songs people were sitting during. Some of the some of the newer songs. Did you give her a lot of comment? Did you give her a running commentary during? Like he wrote this after he after a bad breakup. Kind of did. I was like, uh, yeah. So I was like, oh, he's got the twelve string guitar. He's got a tenor sax. You're probably. Did anybody see him? Did, like see you? Sorry, did anybody see you and recognize you? Or no, no, no. Huh? Uh, it's a lot of. Uh, I would say not our audience yeah. at those concerts. It's a lot of people that look like. Uh, uh, Chris was still drinking. Oh boy! Uh, That's what they look like. How many? Uh, like I should have been in a '90s band. How many like college T-shirts did you see? Not many. Uh, it's just it was a weird. It was kind of funny. Like uh, you know, it was just it was just that it was the middle-aged. It was like the middle-aged crowd of Los Angeles that you see. That, yeah, yeah. That is middle-aged. Yeah. It's not the crowd that you're like, oh, that guy could be twenty. Remember, there was a there was a Friends episode where they go see Dave Matthews Band. Hootie and the Blowfish. It was Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, uh, okay. I remember that episode too. But same the difference. Funny thing was like Dave. Uh, <laughs> not the was, same difference at all. Was, now Darius Rucker's doing country. Yeah, I tried to listen to that it. record. He's got the voice for it. Yeah, I mean, he's got a great voice and I, a good uh, way of like. I like the way he. I like him a lot, actually. I met him at MTV Music Awards one year, and he was fucking awesome. That's I funny. gotta go. You have to go to work. I gotta go. This is a good place to end this. I gotta go rehearse prawn, everybody. All right, All right. you go rehearse prawn. Lobster prawn with Kumail Nanjiani. Lobster prawn with Kumail Nanjiani. Tell him we said hi. Oh, well. Goodbye, my friend. Later. Nice to see you. We'll just stop recording. I guess so. <laughs> I guess we'll just stop. stop. We will cease to record. Stop recording now, right? You can't leave until we stop recording, can you? Uh, That's just what we'll do. So how long it takes those CDs to fire up? So let's. uh, let's Oh, I am almost putting the shut off button now. Here I go. Oh, shut it down. It's close. We're almost there. Here it goes. Oh, oh. Boy, your arm really is Ooh. moving much slower than normal. Ah. Uh, you don't even have stuff. You're just hitting uh, nothing. Better hit this button now. now Blam! It now is Andy off. Andy Cantola is calling me. Up, oh, your stage manager. Oh. I'll be right there. <laughs> I'm in studio. Uh, I'm in studio. I'll be right there. I can hear him Fuck yelling you, at you. Andy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enjoy your burrito. Enjoy your lobster burrito. Okay, that's one CD player down. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't hit stop on either of them. <laughs> hey, you're going to be late. Okay, no. now okay, I'm going to do it for go. real this time. Here yeah, I go. Yeah, Here I go. Hit a stop. Okay, there it is. You mimed it. Hit a stop. You mimed it. Okay, we're done. Join us at them. Uh, okay, we're done. Yeah. Bye, there we go. Yeah. Oh. What a piece of shit. <sighs> so, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I think I'm gonna go to Disneyland tonight. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I think I want to just do something like that. Something do, selfish. 
Do it. It's very selfish. Yeah, just take Deanna and go down to Disneyland. Do it. Something spur of the moment. Spontaneous. Excitement. Wow, we really don't have the dynamic. He just drives the show. I mean, I didn't. I wouldn't have really thought it, but he's he's the spoke. He's the he's the drive shaft. You are everybody. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Nerdist for a $110 bonus offer, including a digital scale and $55 of free postage. That's Stamps.com. Enter the promo code Nerdist. I'm Shimon Liai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense thing you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost, but now I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on station night. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.